Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have a right to an attorney prior to or during any question. If you can't afford one, the court will want one for you. Do you understand your rights? And the wolf is at your door. You running so This episode of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast may contain descriptions of acts of violence or that of a sexual nature and should be for people that are 18 years or older. Heed my warning, people. I do not get the facts of these cases off of the internet or for some television show. The facts I'm retelling you were presented to me by the victims of the crimes or the perpetrators who committed the crimes against the victims. My descriptions of the crime scenes, what I saw with my own two eyes. If you're going to get offended, please turn this podcast off now. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Woody Overton. Y'all stay tuned to the end of the show for some podcast announcements. But... Uh, real quick, I want to say this. As y'all know, if I, most of you know, we got justice for Mary Pusho this week, okay? And I'll, I'll explain everything on next week's episode. And I'm going to try to have the family on uh, so they can tell y'all, or at least one of them, so they can tell you uh, thank you for the help and all. But very, very important, very, very uh, dramatic how it ended. But... Gerald Peanut Pusho, Mary's husband, is gone to prison. And it's because of what y'all did, okay, on after the call to action. Remember, they said this was a case that would never be solved unless you had a confession or a videotape. Well, guess what? That's not true. When we did the call to actions, lifers put out the their voices y'all called in and said what you said and guess what there are so many great cops and i got to meet one i'm the guy that headed up the investigation uh, and i'll talk about him more next week but his name's zach and you know what he wanted to do the right thing he wasn't involved when, when that case happened but he damn sure got involved he and his guys got involved and they made it happen um let's try to do the same thing for kim womack okay so it's gonna be the final 
episode on Kim Womack unless we have an update. I don't even know where to begin. All right. Y'all have seen the pictures. The, uh, I put them up in the, the Real Life Real Crime Community app. And yes, you have to sign up for the app. It's free to see that. It cuts out some of the riffraff, right? But I put it up there and the response has been overwhelming, like I knew it would be. It's one thing if I sit there and look at pictures and tell you about the different injuries that this Miss Kim had to her body. Um, it's another thing if you see them yourself. Okay. And I, the response has been overwhelming. There's not one person that said they thought this was an accident. All right. Now, granted, I'm not, I'm not a pathologist, right? Uh, um, I wasn't on Kim Womack's scene. I didn't get to work it. If I had, I'd like to think I'd have solved the fucker, right? But I wasn't. So, yeah, I'm coming in afterwards. Yeah, I'm playing armchair quarterback. But, I mean, the pictures don't lie, man. You know, and the pictures just don't lie. If you haven't seen them, go to the app store, download the Real Life Real Crime Community app for free, and then go in. You'll be able to punch the button to view the ones that I've released to the general public. And I, I do not do trauma porn, people. I did it because the family agreed you need to see the injuries. You need to see the injuries that she sustained to her body, all over her body. And they're trying to say she slipped in some chocolate syrup and did all that to herself. Didn't happen. All right. Now, it just didn't happen. Go look at them. Um, if you haven't seen them already, if you want to get involved in, in this fight uh, uh, for justice for Kim Womack, if you don't, I get it. Don't go look at them because it, it's tough. It's hard to see. I, I'm not trying to throw shade on anybody the, um, by telling the facts as they were presented to me. Okay. If the shade comes, well, guess what? It's yours to wear. Right. And that goes from everything from the phone calls that you heard on, on the previous episodes to whatever. And you heard, um, Catherine Womack, Kim's daughter and her sister, Frida, uh, being Kim's sister, Catherine's aunt, Frida, tell you what, what they were told and, and you know, as the investigation unfolded and what have you, how originally was listed as a homicide. The coroner said absolutely homicide. And then Catherine said she contacted um, the assistant district attorney then. He's now the district attorney, Tony Clayton. And Tony Clayton told her that he said it was an accident. And he told him to put it down as an accident. Um, you know, whatever. I wasn't there privy to that phone call. I don't know. I'm going on what Catherine told me. But the there is a, a letter written by the assistant coroner who states that he was in the room. The coroner who actually did... Uh, that worked the scene now is deceased, but the, she's got a letter written by the, the assistant coroner who said, yeah, I was there when they, they tried to force us to say it was an accident. Now, I don't know people. And, um, but you know what? Everybody has to answer to somebody. All right. And then supposedly, well, I know not supposedly I've seen the, the lawsuit in the papers. I mean, um, Catherine Womack had to file for Kim's file. Supposedly she was told she would never get it. And um, supposedly she was told that her mama died due to the way she lived her life and stuff like that. I don't know. I wasn't there for that part. But I'm telling you what she told me. Okay. But the regardless of what has and hasn't happened, I mean, there's some of the just most horrible things like the bag into the hands. You can see them in the photographs I provide the that's great. But then they come back and say, uh, can't use it because one of the, we didn't have nail clippers and one of the techs let us use her personal nail clippers. So the DNA samples are contaminated. Oh man, fuck. Come on. You know, the, the, um, one expert, the detective said that she, she saw a foot on the edge of the bed. She was right. I, I said that there wasn't a foot on the edge of the bed. I went back and look, uh, double checked, and there was at one point a foot on the edge of the bed. Well, guess what? That wouldn't have necessarily ruined your whole 
uh, crime scene. I mean, that's 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 the people in there turning their body over, doing what they have to do to work the scene. That can be explained away. That doesn't mean that somebody's going to get found not guilty, right? These the is a cluster of errors, and then her body was cremated just a few days after the autopsy accident. I mean. Catherine Womack and Ms. Frieda and them are not mad at the the uh, pathologists about that or the coroner's office, but I mean, the you know then they were, they were told it was a homicide. It's just it's just crazy. But here's here's at the end of the day, y'all. This is what it boils down to. Kimberly Womack, Kim Womack, was found dead, nude, laying in a, on a crawl sideways on the back bed in a bedroom in her rented trailer in Gyro, Louisiana, and with the air conditioner on full blast. Not a room that she used with the air conditioner on full blast. Go look at the photos. Make up your own mind. But here's the problem. In my mind, there's a killer out there. Okay? Somebody, it, it, it doesn't matter who messed up the investigation doesn't matter what was or wasn't done. It matters that there is a killer or killers walking around free. Kim Womax cremated. She's dead. Somebody knows something. Now, this case has not got the attention. From the beginning, from the beginning, the first date, and I'm going to read you some articles here in a minute, but from the first date, there was never any news coverage. They never called it a homicide. Well, if I'm the sheriff of anywhere and there's, there's a homicide or even coroner says it's a homicide to you to prove otherwise in my district, shit, I'm going to get on the news and say, Hey, did anybody see anything? We're offering a reward, blah, blah, blah. It was never done. Why? Don't you want your constituents to know that there was a murder that took place or there was a death that took place if you changed your mind and uh, you're working it and you need information? Kim Womack didn't do that shit to herself, y'all. Go look at the photos. Um, My hope in doing the series and it keeps going on and on, y'all. But my hope in doing this series is getting justice for Kim Womack, finding out what happened to her, and somebody having an answer for it. Okay? doesn't matter who screwed up what, who's been fighting, who over case files, blah, blah, blah. If all that was erased, if it was a brand-new homicide, work it. Do the right thing. Work it. Okay? It's never too late. The statute of limitations on murder never goes away. All right. This is going to take public outcry, unfortunately, public coming forward and saying, hey, wait a minute. What about this homicide? What about Kimberly Womack's case? Why aren't you working it? Why haven't we heard anything about it? It, I mean, Sometimes it's it, it takes pressure, just like on Mary Pusho's case. I mean, they never said it was a homicide. They never did a press release on it. And, you know, then then they said it was a homicide to the family and didn't do anything. Well, it, that was unfortunate. The one bad guy that didn't do anything or lied or whatever. But the y'all lifers did such an outcry to the numbers and everything I gave you, they had to look at it. Everybody has to answer to somebody. Everybody, even your elected officials, fuck, they got to answer to somebody, you know. And I'm not asking for a miracle. I'm asking that they go and and work the damn case, like the detective, not knowing that they wanted more uh, another DNA sample from somebody else in the file. Just go do your job. Just go do the job. Go work it. And if it comes back that it's not a homicide, which <sighs> look at the pictures. If it comes back that it's not a homicide and, and it can be proven it's not a homicide, then you lay out the facts to the family and say, it's not a homicide and this is why. That shit ain't happening. If it's not going to happen, do the job. 
or let's get somebody in there that will do the job. Work Kimberly Womack's case. She was a human being. She was a mother, a sister, a daughter, a friend to people. She's a real human being, y'all. And I think that's what gets so fucked up in the true crime podcasts and stuff like that is all you hear about is murder, 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 and you come somewhat desensitized to it. These are real people. These are real, living, breathing people that had their life taken from them. They deserve justice. Hey, y'all. I never really will understand a lady's fascination with shoes. <laughs> I've got several pair, you know, that I use for different things. But Cindy has Rothy's flats, and she loves them. Okay, and we got to try some out, and these are the ones that she picked. And everywhere we go, like we were in Vegas last week for Crime Con, the uh, people would stop and say, you know, those are cute, and where'd you get them from? People that we knew. And even one lady that I didn't know. But you know what? They're Rothy's, and the Rothy's are the perfect shoes for commuting and traveling, and everyone knows them. They're known for their point-toe flats, but that's just the beginning. They have tons of iconic head-turning designs and bright but sophisticated colors. Plus, Rothy's works great with every outfit. Cindy can wear them with yoga pants or dress them up for a night out on the town. They're insanely comfortable, almost like a slipper. And as soon as you take your first step, you think, ah, that's more like it. And Rothy's takes sustainability to the next level. All their products are knit with thread made from plastic water bottles. They're repurposed around 125 million bottles so far. Now, me personally, I have the Rothy's tennis shoes. I've, you know, I've told you about them before. They're machine washable. I get my shoes dirty. It's, it seems if there's a mud hole, I'm going to find it, right? But they're comfortable, comfortable, comfortable. And they wash right out, and they look brand new. And the sustainability, you can't beat them. And check them out, y'all. So Rothy's makes a whole lot. The women's shoes, men's shoes, etc. Check them out. Your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash R-L-R-C. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash R-L-R-C for $20 off your first order. You'd be glad you did, people. All right. So bear with me for a minute. I want to read you a couple stories and then I'll tell you what I think. Okay. So just bear with me. Um, one is from the Louisiana voice.com. It says 11 years of inactivity in point of P murder case raises questions of DA's office diligence or cover up participation. Again, y'all, this is from the Louisiana voice. Um, the date, February 19th, 2020. I'm just reading their article. It says, When Kimberly Gale Womack was found dead in the bedroom of her gyro residence in Point Capit Parish, her daughter, Catherine Simpson, assumed there would be a thorough investigation into her death. Womack had died little more than a month shy of her 49th birthday of blunt force trauma to the head by assault, according to the official death certificate. She suffered left-sided subdural hematoma, brain hemorrhaging generally associated with traumatic brain injury, because of blow of a blow or blows to the head and multiple fractured ribs. Her death was assigned to the parish coroner, and Simpson had every reason to believe authorities would devote their energy to find her mother's killer. That was on August 1st, 2008. And more than 11 years later, no one has been charged with the killing and authorities have attempted to deflect Simpson's inquiries into her mother's case, saying A, that she died from a fall and B, her lifestyle was the primary contributing factor in her death. 18th Judicial District Attorney, Assistant District Attorney Tony Clayton, now y'all, he's the, he's the District Attorney, has even implied to Simpson that she will never know the full story of Womack's death. Those words now seem prophetic since 
After more than 11 years, the case appears no closer to resolution than ever. Ken Womack's lifestyle kept resonating with Simpson, who was aware of her mother was involved with the West Baton Rouge Parish Sheriff's deputy. The only problem was, unbeknownst to Simpson, the deputy, West Baton Rouge Sheriff's deputy, was married. It's not known if Womack was aware of that inconvenient fact. When the deputy, whom Simpson said she had known all her life, was a no-show for her mother's funeral, I got suspicious, Simpson says. Clayton refused to provide the investigative report to Simpson. He told me he would let me see the information, but he could not let it get out because if the media got a hold of it, it could ruin the deputy's life, and he wasn't going to do that, Simpson said. She said she then went to the office of the deputy's wife and slap my mom's picture down in front of his wife. I asked if she knew the woman in the picture. She said she told the woman that her mother was having an affair with her husband and my mom has now turned up dead. Womack had accompanied the deputy to a training session, you know, talking about Kim, y'all, to a training session in Lake Charles about three weeks before her death, Simpson said. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those roads, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. She said the man's wife told her she would present her husband with what Simpson had given her and that the two women would talk the following day. I called her the next day and she wasn't ugly, but she said she couldn't talk anymore, Simpson said. The deputy went to Tony Clayton's office and threw a fit the next day, she said, and that was the last I ever heard of it, the investigation. Ty Cheney, chief investigator for the Point Capi Parish Corners Office, did, it, did write a two-paragraph letter dated January 28, 2020, that he attached to the six-page autopsy report in which he stipulated that this death was a result of a left-side subdural hematoma from blunt force trauma to the head. This is still a pending homicide investigation with the Point Capi Sheriff's Office. The autopsy report added that she suffered multiple bruises and abrasions on the upper and lower extremities, as well as the mid-frontal region of, her fa- of the face. The problem with the 
any investigation at this point is that Womack's body was cremated by Ravenhorse Funeral Home of Baton Rouge on August the 4th, 2008, just three days after her death. Uh, Louisiana Revised Statute 13-5719 says, if after the necessary investigation, the coroner is satisfied that there are no suspicious circumstances surrounding the death, he shall issue a permit for cremation. An autopsy was completed, but the coroner's report made it plain that there were suspicious circumstances. By cremating the body, any evidence that might have been overlooked was gone forever. When prosecutors and law enforcement investigators are less diligent about solving crimes that are not sufficiently high profile or because of victims' lack of name recognition, social status, or proper connections, or when prosecutors just go for the low-hanging fruit, then justice is not being served on an equal and impartial basis. Far from it. In fact, it's an act of either laziness or favoritism. Clayton, earlier this week, formally announced that his candidacy to succeed his boss, D.A. Ricky Ward, who is retiring. This story likely will invoke Howell's a political hatchet job in an election year that would have been, expect, been an expected reaction for a pol- political candidate under fire. The truth is, however, that I know little about Tony Clayton and have no axe to grind with him, nor do I know of any other potential candidate for the DA's post in the three-parish 18th JDC. The only dog I have in this hunt is contempt for any public official who appears to be shirking his duty to the people he or she serves or who is otherwise given less than his or her best. And after 11 years of inaction on the Kim Womack's case, it would appear that someone has gone to sleep on the job in the 18th JDC. The alternative would seem to be that someone is indeed being protected. Y'all, that was from the um, Louisiana Voice. And I want to read you one more, and then I'm going to – then I'm going to shut this down and tell you why I'm doing this. This is from Bayou Justice, dated May 27, 2020. Remember the other one was February, so this is a couple months later. Let's see if this is the one I want to read. Y'all, this is online. Go Google, go Google Kim Womack murder point. Coupe Parish. That's P-O-I-N-T-E-C-O-U-P-E, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Go Google it. All this pops up. I'm not making this shit up. Is it? I mean, all right, this is from Bayou Justice, May 27, 2020, by Aldrich, H.L. Aldrich. says, when her landlord found Kimberly Gale's Womack nude and lifeless body in the bedroom of her mobile homes, sheriff's deputies told Catherine Simpson that her mother had slipped in a puddle of chocolate syrup and hit her head. Following her mother's cremation, investigators admitted to Catherine that someone murdered her mom. Born in Magnolia, Mississippi, September 6, 1959, and growing up in Kentwood, her father's hometown, Kim Womack likely never imagined being murdered in Point Capee Parish before her 49th birthday. Kim's death certificate recorded her cause of death as blunt force trauma to the head by assault and a left-sided subdural hematoma brain hemorrhage induced by multiple blows to her skull. Dr. Alfredo Suarez performed the autopsy on the orders from the deputy coroner, Dr. Ty Cheney, accomplishing little more than confirming the coroner's initial observations. Dr. Harry Kellerman initially noted multiple fractured ribs and multiple bruises on her upper and lower extremities as well as the mid-frontal region of the face where dried blood had emanated from her oral cavity and both nostrils. Catherine Simpson recalled a trail of blood leading from her mother's kitchen into the bedroom where Kim Womack died. Days after her mom's memorial at Florida Boulevard's Baptist Church, the Point Capee Parish Sheriff's Office phoned Catherine, asking her to make the drive from her home in Baton Rouge to their office in New Roads. On the road, she felt optimistic, confident they had scheduled a conference to tell her who killed her mother. Instead, Sheriff's investigators only told her who didn't do it. Even today, 12 years after the homicide, the Sheriff's Office insists that the man 
Kim Womack was dating, a married sheriff's deputy did not kill her. When the deputy, whom Catherine says she had known all her life, dodged her mother's memorial, she grew suspicious. She asked 18th Judicial District Assistant District Attorney Tony Clayton to share the district attorney's insight on the case. He let me see the information, Catherine said, but I couldn't get a copy. He said if the contents of the file reached the media, it would ruin the deputy's life. He implied to Catherine that she will never know the full story of her mom's death. Almost immediately, Catherine said she went to the office of the deputy's wife. And the same thing I told y'all yesterday, y'all, or yesterday, a few minutes about slapping the picture down. She comes back. Um, then, fuck it, I'll just read it. Uh, Catherine went to the office of the deputy's wife. I slapped my mom's picture down in front of her, and she said, and I asked if she knew the woman in the picture. Catherine said she told the deputy's wife that Kim Womack had an affair with her husband and that she had taken a road trip with the officer three weeks before she turned up dead. Catherine described in detail the sheriff deputy's training event in Lake Charles and explained how her mother had covertly accompanied him. The deputy's wife said she would confront her husband that night and call Catherine the next day. I couldn't wait for the call, Catherine said. I called her the next morning, but she just wished me luck and said she would not be talking to me again. Sometime later, an ornate lawn brick appeared on Catherine's mother's doorstep. The sheriff's office told Catherine they had found it there, engraved with her mother's name and the monograms DFB. That's Delta Foxtrot Bravo, y'all. Investigators said they could only guess what the initials represented. According to her death certificate, Dr. Kellerman pronounced Kim Womack dead at approximately 11.10 a.m. August 1, 2008 in her rented mobile home at 5448 Lazar Jaro Lane following an injury sustained approximately July 31, 2008. Dr. Kellerman wrote that the sheriff's office had called him after neighbors reported that Kim Womack had not been seen for a day or so, and he described the crime scene this way. When I arrived, I went into the trailer with a sheriff's deputy. The trailer was in a state of disarray. A door from the bathroom going into the bedroom appeared to have been pulled from its hinges. A bedside table in the bedroom was on its side, partially blocking the entrance to the bedroom. I stepped over this to get into the bedroom. A totally nude female was lying crossways across the bed, crosswise across the bed. The, the descendant showed swelling around lids of her eye, of eyes and dry blood from the nose and also what appeared to be multiple contusions of all extremities. I did not touch the body, but released to the sheriff's deputies, he wrote. We'll treat this as it appeared to be, a homicide, until proven otherwise. The sheriff's office contacted the state police crime lab to investigate this, he added. Big help in suspicious deaths. Dr. Kellerman signed the autopsy report on August the 3rd and the coroner's permission to cremate on August the 4th and Raven Horse Funeral Home of Baton Rouge commissioned the Lafayette crematory to incinerate the remains the following day. By signing the permission to cremate, Dr. Kellerman perhaps unknowingly violated Louisiana state law. Louisiana Revised Statute 1357-16 states, If the cremation of a body is requested, the funeral director shall immediately notify the coroner who has jurisdiction in the death. If after the necessary investigation, the coroner is satisfied that no suspicious circumstances surround death, he shall issue a permit for, for cremation. Y'all then has the death um Kim Womack's death certificate where it's listed as homicide in, in this article, but continue to read. If the investigation reveals suspicious circumstances or the reasonable probability of the commission of a crime, the coroner shall deny the permit. Clearly, suspicious circumstances are overtly apparent in Kim, Kim Womack's autopsy and coroner's reports. Consequently, in cremating the body, the crematorium destroyed any evidence and overlooked by examiners during the autopsy. Catherine Simpson has filed a lawsuit hoping to force the Point Capiche Sheriff's Office to release all records related to her mother's homicide. But I hold nothing against the coroner's office or any of the medical examiners, Catherine told me. I believe they did all they could. I just pray they didn't miss anything. 
All right. You know what? Yeah, there's several articles like this, and but I want to establish that the coroner said it's a homicide. Okay. The investigators at some point said it was a homicide, even, you know, regardless of the phone conversations or what went on between um, Catherine Womack and Tony Clayton, the then assistant district attorney, now the district attorney, and the fight for the case and all that, whatever. And if he told her that, hey, did you know a deputy cell phone was found inside the crime scene? Well, it's not in the file. I don't know if that happened. I'm, I don't have any direct knowledge. I'm just repeating what was told to me. But again, here's the deal. The autopsy was done. We know that. The, the cause of death was established. The so subdural hematoma to the back of the brain, but basically her brain exploded from the force of the blow. We know that. But she had broken ribs. She had all these injuries. Go look at it on Real Life Real Crime community app. Download it free and make you make your own judgment. But it doesn't matter. Okay. They screwed up the the nails on the autopsy. I get that. I mean, but the also, you know what? You really could run that DNA, even though it's contaminated by using that girl's personal fingernails, but just get her DNA right? and see if, if there's anybody else's DNA that's under Kim Womack's fingernails that, that doesn't belong and then try to match it up. You could still work that. You know, if you don't work it, a defense attorney is going to have a fucking field day one day saying, oh, well, you could have worked it. You know, you knew it was contaminated by her DNA or maybe somebody else that she let use. But you could, you could exclude those people. It's not done, you know. And then and Kim after uh, Kim, Catherine, after all these years, bringing in uh, the cold case squad to try and work the case. And and they got a new sheriff in Point Capee and certainly. The detective that she recorded on the phone wasn't the um, one who worked Kim's homicide. But you know what? They're working it now. They're working it now. But actually, it doesn't seem like they're doing anything. Hey, y'all. You know, I love the break-in protection that Simply Safe home security system gives me and my family. But it's not always the people on the outside that you have to worry about or that you need protection from. Meet Amy, a Simply Safe customer and a chronic sleepwalker who lives near a four-lane highway. Y'all check this out. She said one night a few months ago, she sleptwalked out of her bedroom and then continued right out the front door. That is a dangerous situation, right? She could have been heading for a big accident. Luckily, as she walked out of her house, the Simply Safe entry sensor on her front door triggered the 95 decibel siren in the base station. That is loud. Loud enough, in fact, to wake her up before she wandered out in the street or got her in some other kind of trouble. Seconds later, Amy got a call from the Simply Safe dispatch checking to make sure that everything was okay. Amy was still a little groggy, but she was just fine. Amy actually says that on that sleepy night, Simply Safe saved her life. Protecting people in ways they never could have imagined is just one of the reasons more than 4 million people use and love Simply Safe. You know, listen, I have Simply Safe in my home. I am not mechanically inclined. It took half an hour to set it up okay not only and it's it's wireless uh, if you need customer support they're awesome at that but i didn't need it but i, I did the the doors and the windows and, and the cameras even the camera in the living room but more importantly for me and y'all heard me talk about this before i did one over my gun safe okay anytime somebody goes to get my gun safe i know about it immediately trying to keep people safe, right? My kids come over and they have their friends over. I don't, I mean, I don't know if they want to go look at the guns or, or somebody's going to go try to steal some money from me or whatever, but that's another way that you could use it inside your home. Minus the, all the different ways Simply Safe can protect you. Uh, it's easy to install and safe and secure and monitored. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash RLRC. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. 
Go to simplysafe.com slash RLRC. 20% off, y'all. Simplysafe.com slash RLRC. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash RLRC. It's too much. There's too many different ways to go. But you know what hasn't been done? I'll tell you the one thing that absolutely has not been done. This case has never been released to the media saying that there was a homicide of Kim Womack or they're working a case of at least a suspicious death. But it's by the coroner, by the pathologist, they're saying it's homicide, right? So I'm going with that. The It's never had the news coverage that it deserves. It's never been known publicly wide known other than these few um, articles that you can look up when you search the murder of Kim Womack. Why don't you put it on your, your crime list? Why don't you ask the media to run a story about it? So people who may have seen something and didn't realize they were seeing something, maybe they saw Kim Womack at somebody else's house shortly before. I don't know. Maybe she was beat to death somewhere else and stripped nude and, and put in trail. I don't know. I, fuck, I wasn't there. But somebody needs to try to find out. And you're never going to find out if you don't work the case. And, yeah, this is not CSI. It's going to take real detectives, okay, but to work the case. And real detectives have to have real information. How do you get the information? You can't go back and look at the body, not that that really matter in this case anyway how do you get the real information you let the world know that this homicide or this suspicious death took place and they don't know it the only people to know it are the ones who read these articles the ones that uh Catherine, Catherine has talked to and the listeners are real life real crime okay so just like on Mary Posho's case I'm going to give you some phone numbers, okay? You do with them what you want to. Me personally, I want to know from everybody. I want everybody in the world, first of all, to know that there was a murder or that they're working a suspicious death uh, there. And can you come forward and give me information? Now, listen, y'all, I'm telling you right now, if you're listening, and I'm sure the murderer is listening, I would be if I was he or she, then, but if you're a witness, and you know something, you message me, okay? You message me, and you, if you want to remain anonymous, that's fine. I'll I'll take it to the sheriff's office. I don't care. And a lot of times, people will tell me stuff that they won't tell cops, and I get that. But the if you're afraid, if you have knowledge of it, and you're afraid, message me, okay? I won't burn you, but I, I'll give the information for it. And if I mean, if you tell me that I can, the um. I'll pass it on to the powers that be, all right? I'll be that go-between for you. But somebody knows. Somebody knows something. And damn it, go look at those pictures. Kim Womack didn't do that shit to herself. Somebody did it to her, okay? I'm not throwing shade on this West Baton Rouge sheriff's deputy that was allegedly, well, not allegedly, that was having an affair with her according to. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You know, everything that's been said, I don't know. I've never been witness of them having sex or an affair. I don't know. Okay. And I don't know this deputy, but the, the deal is if you're afraid of something, if you have knowledge of it, please message me or call the cops. That's the most important thing. Call the Sheriff Thibodeau, Point Capi Sheriff's Office. I'm sure they want to solve the crime. I'm also sure that they get cr- new crimes every day that they're working and the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Make it known publicly. Make it known publicly. The news needs to get on this. People need to call and the news channels. And I'm going to give you the phone numbers. uh, Ask them and tell them they can look at at the photographs and ask them why has there never been a story about Kim Womack's murder? I guarantee you. I can't guarantee you. I take that back. there, you have a hell of a lot. I'll tell you, I guarantee you this. You have a hell of a lot better chance of solving this case by putting it out there and having witnesses come forward to tell what they know. This has been a long time since Kim was murdered. Okay. People have grown up. They have children of their own. Uh, people have died in their life, whatever. I mean, they may be willing to talk now and say what they weren't willing to say back then. But you know what? Who They may have said it back then. We don't know if they were ever talked to. Let's put Kim Womack's case out there, people. That's why I gave you the week to look at the pictures. That's why I'm doing this episode. Let's get it out there. And the only way we're going to get it out there is if y'all call and you let people know that you want to know that it's being worked. You want to know that it's being publicized. You want to know that Kim Womack is getting every chance of justice that she could possibly get. And the only way that's going to happen is if this story is told and people get pissed off and they demand justice for Kim Womack. And I hate that it has to come to that. I really do. I'm praying that Kim Womack's murder gets the coverage that it deserves. Okay. Maybe the sheriff does, does a press conference and says, Hey, we had this cold case from way back when. All right. I don't know. All right. I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure they want to solve if 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 they if it fell on his desk, he would solve it, right? But the only way we can do that, y'all, I mean, they're busy. The you know, the detective not knowing about the DNA and stuff like that and, and him hauling around with Catherine on the phone. Hell that that guy's busy. You know, he's got real not not that Kim's murder wasn't real, but he's got active live cases every single day come across his desk that he's working him saying, Oh, I can, yeah, yeah. That guy was suspicious to me from the beginning and I can go out and shake history. Well, go, yeah, let's do that. Let's let the sheriff know you, you heard that and let him go do that. Go talk to the people. All right. As far as this, this, this other law enforcement officers dating or whatever you call Kim Max, if it comes out, fuck it. That, that's the truth. If it's the truth and it comes out, I mean, I'm not making it up. I'm saying let the shit fall where it may. All right. Let's get justice for Kim Womack. People need to know the story. And the only way they're going to get it is if you cry out and tell them whatever it is that you want to tell them. But me personally, I want coverage of this case for Kim Womack. That is how these cases get solved. I was on the courthouse uh, uh, steps with the family and the detectives and all that, and Tony Clayton was there. Now the guy I'm talking about that, that was the ADA in this story, he's now the DA, and he stood out on the on the steps on, talking about Mary Perchet's case this week, and he said, this is how these cases get solved. Detectives work in these cases. Uh, this isn't CSI. Yeah, Tony, you're right. That's how they get solved. Why aren't you doing it on Kim Womack's case? It's your jurisdiction. You are the district attorney. I guarantee you what's going to happen, though. I'm going to give you his number, too. You, you, you're going to call, and they can say, oh, we don't have a file, case file on it. There's no crime been reported to us. No comment. But it is what it is. Let's shine the spotlight, people. Now I'm going to give you some numbers. I get all fucking fired up, but, I mean, I just don't understand why they just – 
You know, I, I just don't understand. And I don't, I am not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm also not stupid. Okay. Um, either it's one or the other. Either it's just a really bad investigation. It, uh, they got messed up like Mary Poche's and in then whatever. I'm going to go into it next week. The, or all the way to the other extreme is somebody is covering for somebody. And I don't believe that happens. I don't believe that any elected official is going to risk their career and their freedom to cover up a murder. I'll tell you that. Now, while they stonewall, while they not working it, I have no fucking idea. But I don't believe when the nut cutting time comes, if they're presented, even if the the, the killer or uh, or killers have something on the selected official, fuck that. I don't believe this elected official is when nut cutting time comes is going to go to prison trying to cover up somebody. I'm not that, but it happens. Maybe they got something really bad on them, right? I want to believe in the justice system, just like a Mary Poche's case. I want to believe that somebody, somebody that you contact is going to step up and take this on. All right. So first of all, let's let's talk about the news media, y'all. The um, ABC affiliate in Baton Rouge, which covers Point Capi area and all the surrounding areas, the channel, the news station is WBRZ, and their phone number for the newsroom is two two five three eight seven two 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 two. That's the ABC affiliate. It's 225-387-2222. The CBS affiliate in Baton Rouge, WAFB, is 800-324-7875. That's 800-324-7875. That's the CBS affiliate in Baton Rouge. That's their, These are the newsrooms numbers, y'all. All right, the next one is WVLA. That's the NBC affiliate in Baton Rouge or BR Proud. And the newsroom number is 225-768-9109. That's 225-768-9109. And last but not least is Fox Baton Rouge. Uh, the news number is 225-768-9109. Seven six nine zero zero four four. That's two two five seven six nine zero zero four four. Okay, y'all. The news loves to co- cover a murder story. None of these news channels have ever, ever heard this. Don't you think they would be interested? These numbers will be posted in the show notes, so you you don't have to go back and listen to it. All right, but now the other guy who I think would be number one and one to know that you want this case worked and solved is Sheriff Thibodeau of the Point Capi Sheriff's Office. And here's his phone number. Area code 225-638-5400. That's 225-638-5400. That is the Point Capi Sheriff's Office, and his name is Sheriff Thibodeau. All right, let him know. That you you let them know your thoughts on Kim Womack's case and find out what's being done about it. Always, uh, the Louisiana State Police Investigation Division. Their number is eight hundred four three four eight zero zero eight. Repeating, eight hundred four three four eight zero zero eight. That's Louisiana State Police Investigations. Now, y'all. I, the I was assigned to the state police as a criminal investigator that um, the local agency has to reach out for assistance. But who knows if you if you want to use the number, use it. Then we have the Louisiana Attorney General's office. OK. And their number is two, two, five, three, two, six, six, seven, zero, five. Repeating two, two, five. Three two six six seven zero five. Let them know. 
I mean, everybody has to answer to somebody, all right? Nobody's untouchable. And finally, the district attorney for the 18th Judicial, which Mary Poche's case was uh, was in, in West Baton Rouge at Point Capi also makes that up where Kim Womack's case is. Tony Clayton's district attorney's office, 225-687-5210. That's 225-687-5210. Now, do with it what you will, people. We had the success in Mary Pochot's. We've had the success in Courtney Coco's. We've gotten a, a million tips, it seems, in Miss Barbara Blunt's case, which was still actively working. Y'all can always please send in. I got one in, a tip in today. Um, but listen, Kim Womack deserves this. It's not about throwing shade. I don't care what. Let's just say, let's say it. Let's say that. I'm an independent and I didn't have a dog in the fight and I just wanted justice for Kim Womack, which I do. The, I don't care about what was done or what wasn't done in the past. Okay. Although it's important, but I don't care about that. I'm not throwing shade. All I want you to do is pick up this fucking case file. And work it like it's fresh. Work it like it was your mama. Work it like it was your grandmother. Work it like it was your sister. Work the case. And if you can't solve it, then so be it. But work the case. Let the people know that it's been worked. Again, the numbers will be posted in the show notes. We've done it before. I think we can do it again. And we just need to shine the light on Kim Womack, who was a real living, breathing human being. And you go look at those photos and you tell me that she slipped and hit her head and died from that. And I'll be a monkey's fucking uncle. I'm going to conclude this series and hopefully we'll get the proper attention for Kimberly Womack's investigation and something will be done. And that's all I can hope for, people. That's it. That's it. That's the best in the world that we can hope for. And we've had some success. Boom, Jim. We've had some success in the past. I'm praying that we can have success again, but we won't have it if you don't take action. All right. I'm concluding the series. Hashtag justice for Kim Womack. All right, all you lifers, I love you. Thank you and appreciate you, okay? Uh, patron members and convicts, I could not do these shows and these cases without your support. I appreciate your your subscriptions. Um, I'm going to be doing an extra story this month like I did last month. And, you know, you have some extra stuff put up uh, on your pages and all that. And, of course, you have all the the old cop stories, probably 13 or 14 of them that are locked up. The general public's never heard. So, but I, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got to give you your, your shout outs and your props. All right. If you can't be a patron member or you don't want to or convict and, and Hey, I get it. And I appreciate you anyway. I love my fans. They are the best in the world. I say it time and time again. I appreciate you so much. I put you up against anybody. Now, listen, if you would, Please, if you haven't, I know it takes some time, y'all, but I, I didn't know this all these years, but reviews and um, subscribing, like like wherever you listen to me now, say Apple Podcasts, you go up and you type in Real Life Real Crime and it brings up Real Life Real Crime, you can hit the subscribe button and it's free. All it does is next time I drop an episode whether it's in the middle of the night, whenever it is, you'll get an, a notification that a, the new episode is out. That, and there's a spot on there when you see reviews. If you would, please leave me a review. Reason why. And I'm asking the same thing for Scorch Justice, my new podcast. The reason why in Apple's algorithms, when uh, it helps other people find the show. 
and that's it. And the, you know, I've got thousands of reviews and I love it. And if you've already left me a review, I appreciate it. But real life, real crime and scorched justice. Very, very important. It's very, very important in the podcast world that the reviews and you hit the uh, like button or subscribe button, whatever. I don't know all the technical shit, but they, I know enough. We just got back from the um, NAB conference, the National Association of Broadcasters, and Cindy went to a class, and that's one of the big things that they were talking about is reviews and subscribing. So evidently I've been missing out on that all these years, other than just asking y'all to do it sometimes. But if you would do that, I'd appreciate it for Real Life, Real Crime, and my new podcast, Scorch Justice, which is a big hit, and thank y'all for that, and I appreciate it. Um but if you get a chance, leave it a review. And CrimeCon, it was great seeing everybody. CrimeCon, loved it. Uh, uh, that was after the NAB conference that we went to in Vegas. The con- uh, CrimeCon started the day after that, so we were there for that. Got to meet a lot of you lifers. It was awesome, awesome time. Uh, represented on Podcast Row, Cloud 10 Media, love you. iHeartRadio, love you. Uh, um the fans, lifers, love you. I mean, we had them from all over the United States, y'all. It was such a treat from Alabama to Washington State to everything in between, Michigan, you name it. Uh, I got to meet lifers there. So thank y'all. It was great meeting you, and I love you very much. And I'm sure I'm supposed to say some other stuff like uh, Instagram, at Real Life Real Crime. I post different stuff on there every day. The Or now at Scorched Justice. Follow me and or at Overton Woody. Uh, the Real Life Real Crime community app. Go download it for free. It's got everything Real Life Real Crime in there, plus a, a thousand times more. And the Facebook censorship, trying to get away from it. You have that. If you, we just, uh, two days ago, they, they just did a recent update on the app. They're constantly fixing things and bugs and stuff as it, as it rolls along, but I'm on there every day, first thing. So, but anyway, I'm not going to take any more of your time. Um, LOPA, Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency, my jam people, the be a hero, give the gift of life or sight or whatever. Okay. They're a nonprofit and there are people waiting that are dying, literally, waiting on these organ transplants. And LOPA makes it happen, okay? And if you're a lifer from Honduras and you want to be an organ donor, you don't have to be from Louisiana. You go to LOPA.org, fill out the little thing. It takes two minutes, and you will be a organ donor. And you can have the the chance of saving someone's life all right it's very slim y'all i mean i don't even know what the percentage is that that it gets done but i've seen it i've seen it in real time i've seen it happen i know they're saving lives and so be a hero go to lopa.org sign up to be an organ donor and i'm woody overton your host of real life real crime the podcast until next time or ever Don't let me catch you down on Murder Bayou. Peace. Yeah, the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have a right to an attorney prior to or during any question. If you can't afford one, the court will appoint one for you. Do you understand your rights?
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 